Hello, and welcome to Failing Forward. Noor and Hinda, can you please introduce yourselves for our audience today? Yeah, thank you, Emily. So yeah, my name is Hiba Abujak. I've been working for Care Jordan as project manager for about 10 months. I'm managing a project funded by Australian Home Affairs to be an integral part of Care Jordan's response to COVID-19 and to increase efforts to shore up resilience after harsh pandemic mitigation efforts. The project is working with Jordanian host communities and refugees, including Syrian, Iraqis, Somalians, Sudanese, and Yemenis who are in urgent need for assistance in Jordan. The project also seeks to build livelihood resilience and prevent response to and remedy protection threats to crises affected women, girls, men, and boys in Jordan. And I'm here today to talk and share my experience and lessons learned from installation and piloting diopter instance in Care Jordan. We are, as a project managers, were the first users who trained and worked to pilot Care Jordan Dioptra instance for the conditional cash services for education and protection intervention. Thank you. Well, this is Noor Saide, the Director of Protection and Community Engagement Program. I work for Care for about 17 months. I'm responsible for the overall development and implementation of Care Jordan's protection and community activities in both pro, uh, urban areas and Azraqqa through a combination of a community centers as well as a dedicated network of local partners. I'm here today to talk about Care, uh, experience, Care Jordan experience in the value for money exercise using Dioptera as a tool to analyze the cost efficiency of the conditional cash for education program. And why is it important for us to talk about failure? Yeah, well, actually, failure is part of our life. And when we talk about failure, we recognize that we have something that should be done effectively and to be addressed in a better way. So having the cost efficiency data and comparative efficiency data from similar projects can help us as a project managers and the staff to identify opportunities to reach more people and have a greater impact with limited resources. And can you talk to us a little bit today about the background of what you've been working on? The program in Jordan uh, was interested in understanding more the cost efficiency analysis of the conditional cash act across the program portfolio, exploring potential ways to improve programs and projects efficiency and the value for money in future. So we need uh, to improve the support that the CCA by adding more durable solutions and decrease the, the dependencies. Uh, and also we needed to uh, some also need some uh, behavioral change on the parent side. So basically, in 2020, a care team went in a value for money exercise with support from the team in USA and IRC, aimed to understand what way uh, what may drive their efficiencies and explore potential strategies for this exercise. Covered the protection case management, conditional cash for education, and the cost efficiency of the emergency cash assistance. While in Ju in July 2021, we also wanted to expand the experience to be. Uh, more at a program level, where nine project managers conducted cost efficiency analysis of the conditional cash for education and protection implemented at protection activities implemented during the school year of August 2020, 2019 to July 2020 across nine projects in Jordan, funded by different donors using the Dioptra as a tool also to find the efficiency of these activities. So basically, these are the main background of having both exercises during the last two years. And what are the challenges you're trying to address? 
We are talking about the Syrian crisis that began in 2011, has caused mass internal and external displacement. Many refugees' children have missed the crucial years of early education. We have about 40% of registered school-age Syrian children are out of school and at risk of child labor and early marriage. To address the children's needs, CARE provides conditional cash for education and protection for the Syrian refugees' children, and as well as Jordanian hosts inside the host communities. Therefore, CARE Jordan were interested in understanding the cost efficiency analysis of the conditional cash across the program portfolio, exploring potential ways to improve the project's efficiency and value for money in the future to serve more children in an effective way. So you've been talking about value for money and the focus on value for money. What's so critical about that? Uh, We at CARE Jordan wanted to ensure optimal use of resources to achieve the program's desired impact, more sustainable solutions, more people, and gender focus. Also, maximizing the impact of each euro, pound, USD dollar spent to improve people's lives. Develop a better understanding and, and better articulation of cost and results so that we can make more informed evidence-based choices. It's also a kind of continuous improvement process that we are adopting at the country office. Additionally, a value for money is a core part of adopting and learning to ensure that we are having the most impact possible with the resources we are using. This is also critical, not only for our reputation with donors, but also to ensure that our projects and programs reach as many people as possible with a very high quality. The education exercise, we wanted to take better evidence-based decisions as uh, such as exit strategy from the conditional cash-up program uh, with have low cost of resources and more reach with a high quality. So how did that work the first time you tried to do value for money? Are there anything you tried that didn't work very well? Yeah, let me tell you the story because we had the experience with two exercises. So the first exercise was more at a project level, not a program level, and more for protection services, where the main findings of this exercise mainly about, for example, protection case management cost per each case managed was $89, with case manager staff time being the main uh, contributor of the all-over cost, improving referral pathways and supervision could improve the timelines, quality and efficiency of cost support. In the side of the conditional cash flow education has the potential to increase efficiency and address high unmet needs if it can be scaled up to serve more households and transfer more cash. So the cost efficiency of the emergency cash uh, assistance depends on the number of clients referred from protection case management, but it can be improved by reallocating any project savings to cash transfer uh, where possible. Comparing with the second time, which was more at program level, one activity was selected to analyze the cost efficiency of the CCA across nine projects. It's quite the opposite. Three scenarios were tested for the CCA in terms of the cash size, duration, and the frequency. This exercise, I mean the second exercise, aimed to generate cost efficiency estimates for conditional cash for education in addition to protection in Jordan. Comparing with that, with the first uh, findings uh, from the first exercise, the findings for the second exercise were mainly tweaking the transfer size and frequency can affect cost efficiency by more than 30%. 
It can free up funds to reach at least 40% more children with conditional cash or allow existing recipients' households to benefit from other economic resilience interventions. In addition, providing awareness sessions on the importance of education is a small cost component of conditional cash that could be cost effective. Furthermore, different interventions are required for different groups of children. At minimum, the children receiving conditional cash should be differentiated by age. For example, we should have a young children aged from six years to 11 years, and the old ones should also age from 12 to 16. Basically, providing conditional cash for the full school year of at least 10 months, it's proved to be more cost-effective, again, for children in need. Basically, so we couldn't exclude the conditional cash from the educational program. Despite its effectiveness, cash incentives are unlikely to be a sustainable interventions to ensure children's school attendance. It could benefit from other supporting interventions that address social barriers and economic barriers, preventing children from attending schools. However, the final decision about the exit strategy from the conditional cash assistance was not taken yet till this moment. This is because that CARE is conducting assessments to analyze the difference of CVA, uh, I mean the cash voucher assistance for education modalities, which includes the conditionalities, amount, frequency, complementary services, etc. This should be against the best practices and lessons learned in Jordan and elsewhere. In addition to develop the, and produce a comprehensive education strategic plan, it could comply, compile with care, CARE's mission and vision also to, so, to serve the education components with focus on conditional cash assistance, which is considered as the main service provided under the education component or sector. We also want to link the result of the value for money exercise to the assessment that we're currently working on so, so we can come up with a better and more effective decisions. Great. And can you talk a little bit about what it's like to use Diaptra as a tool? Yeah. Actually, Diaptra is an online tool. can directly access the CARES Finance Database. And this is greatly reducing the time spent to collect the necessary financial data. It can guide users through a standardized costing methodology, facilitating the financial analysis even by non-experts. It also allows program, programmatic staff to focus more attention on the data they enter to the system. Crucial estimates of how different resources were used across intervention within a program, which are not captured in any current data system. Dioptra support us to calculate the proportional allocation for direct and the indirect cost, based on the user's estimate of how direct project costs were used for the intervention being analyzed. Critically, the calculation formula is the same for every user in every instance of the Yuktra tool, ensuring the consistency in the, cha- in the challenging methodological step. And this is challenging methodological steps. Dioptra also is a web-based cost analysis software that allow program staff in country offices who are most familiar with day-to-day program implementation to rapidly estimate the cost efficiency of their program activities using existing financial and monitoring data. And are there any specific challenges with Diaptra as a tool you would talk about? Yeah, in fact, the main challenge was that Diaptra analyzed cost efficiency and the economy only but it's not measuring the effectiveness of the program's activities. That's really important, that interplay between the cost effectiveness and the impact. 
one of the questions is, what are some risks when we focus on value for money? Well, I'll take this one. So basically using uh, value for money using the online tool is limiting or very limited to measure only to ease as per the value for money framework, which is I, uh, here I refer to the economy where we where the cost per participants re- receiving protection services and the efficiency where the cost per child receive multiple cash case of our exercises. So basically the risk also Using the tool is mainly related to the effectiveness, the outcomes of the program. In some cases, for example, in the exercise we've done for the CCA, for the conditional cash, value for money proved that we cannot exit from the cash if the resource, the reasons behind the child labor or early marriage uh, are the poor economic situation because there are no alternative positive coping mechanisms. So providing cash was the best decision taken at that uh, at that time. However, the value for money proved uh, provided solutions uh, to reduce the cash amount, but not to stop the cash. The, so basically, value for money supported us to take uh, or guided us to take uh, decisions on program changes. However, uh, the risk we could not take the the decision during the life cycle of the pro- program or the project. So basically, uh, it's also supported us postpone the decisions to the next cycle of the programs. And what happens if you look at value for money in just one project instead of looking at your whole portfolio? Yeah. Yeah, analyzing every single project might lead to losing the added value, basically, and create discrepancies between projects. While we have to put in mind that these projects are governed governed overall by uh, by agreements. Uh, Also, analyzing results could be interrupted by different uh, ways, depending on the uh, perspective and comparisons, uh, comparisons to other projects. Analyze could, uh, analysis also could be uh, seen unfair by not presenting the whole project scope or program scope. In summary, the risks basically limiting the cost efficiency at a project level, which means not having the bigger image, especially at the care, at care Jordan. The consequences of this uh, risk is not focused on the strategic interventions and also not generating lessons learned and also where uh, there is opportunity to make program adaptations if we focus on the program uh, approach. So how are you using what you've learned from this process? Value for money, as you've described, is just the first step. So what are you doing next? Well, actually, we have identified different lessons learned from the two exercises that we've done. First, uh, we have to continue support uh, Jordan by having more cost analysis of uh, other program portfolios. So we're thinking to apply this on the psychosocial support sector or program, in addition to the case management, emergency cash, sustainable development, gender-based violence, and civic engagement also sectors. And also considering this time the holistic approach that we are working on, not only a standalone programs, because programs at CARE, we're talking to each other. We have very well coordinated mechanisms between the, the different portfolios. So basically, we would like to have the analysis from a holistic approach and not a standalone program. So we can also have better uh, idea or, uh, you know, which lead us to take uh, better decisions. In addition, incorporate value for money analysis 
to uh, BSLA global scaling work. So this also pro uh, proved that it's very effective to us linking other uh, pro different programs to each other. The last lessons learned that we I would like to mention it's related. Uh, actually, it's not the last, but you know it's continue working uh, on Dioptra and connected to people. So uh, this may you know supported us and make the life easier for everyone to explore data from the system. So this is really very good, and we would like to rely on this uh, connection between the tool, the Dioptera with the people soft, and also uh, link the data and the, the analysis exercises that we are going to adapt with peers and also uh, have a good link and integration between uh, data. So you've talked about how important it is to link different data sources and to think about not just value for money, but also what does that mean about effectiveness? How does that connect into our program impact information? One of the stories I've heard you tell is the idea that at some point there was a recommendation to say, well, you'll get more value for money if you lower the cash transfer per program. You mentioned that there was a decision to delay that the next phase of the cycle, the next phase of the program. But there are also times where if you lower that cash value so far, it stops being effective. How do you think about comparing those pieces when you have data that is pulling in different directions? Allow me to first to talk about the exercise itself and also the results came uh, from these exercises. Basically, uh, reducing the cash size, uh, it might also effective at, at a certain context, but you know, not to stopping the cash at all. So basically, the exercise allowed us to, to come up with this conclusion. For example, reducing the size of the cash, it might be benefit for different for a specific group, uh, while it, it will not work for another or different uh, groups. For example, uh, reducing the cash and keep the, 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 the duration of the cash, uh, this would work. And also the on another stage or at a different level, so this might not also work. So basically, the decision that we are sure, based on the results, that we could not stop the activity itself, the conditional cash, but we can play around the size, the frequency, and also the duration depends on the vulnerability level of the, the cases. So basically, this led us to develop uh, what we call at Jordan Education Vulnerability Assessment. It's a quite different from the vulnerability assessment that we use at the case management stage. It's different because it depends on the context of the cases, it depends on the vulnerability level of the cases. So basically, it supported us to decide about the frequency and the size. So the size of the cash, it might be uh, lower for some cases well, for the same period, and also it might be um, increased uh, keeping the same time frame. So basically, we are going to link both the, the result of the value for money that we cannot stop the cash. However, we can design the, the activity in terms of the size and the frequency and the duration. It depends on the vulnerability uh, factors. Um, this is the main findings and the main link, I would uh, say, uh, between the value for money exercise and the assessment that we are conducting right now. This should be linked to a more comprehensive uh, protection package. This will include uh, providing psychosocial support, focus more on the social and emotional learning activities uh, to be at a school-based level and also community-based level, also linking the caregiver or the parents of the 
of the participants to be benefited from the livelihood activities, for example, to be part of the VSLA groups that we are already establishing, and it's basically targeting the caregiver. So basically, we are referring the parents to be more uh, to more solution, more sustainable solution. In fact, that we we do believe cash is very essential part to be provided to families. And if you could. If you could do it all over again, if you were starting now new, knowing what you've already learned, what would you do differently? First, we will continue with the conditional cash, uh, revising the scale, frequency, duration, review the vulnerability factors, linking the cash with the result of the education vulnerability assessment, also linking um, parents and participants to more sustainable solutions. And are there any challenges you're still facing? Honestly, yes. The challenges now that the crisis, it's 11 years of, and it's the impacts of this crisis is affecting everyone, including the most vulnerable population in, in, in the host country and also Syrians refugees and non-Syrian refugees. So basically the challenge is that donor now is shrinking or uh, the funds and also they have no interest funding uh, or providing cash support to the most vulnerable families. So, so basically, yeah, the, this is the main challenge that we are facing. The economic situation of the participants is increasing. This is considering the COVID-19 also impact and consequences on the program's participants at different levels. You could make one recommendation to other people based on what you've learned. What would it be? Value for money, it's very important for, for every single organization to be used uh, as a cross-cutting theme in the organization uh, implementation processes. It's very useful to analyze the cost efficiency of every single intervention. It has to be for, uh, from, from our uh, point of view at program level, not in project level. This also will allow us to see the bigger image and also will support us to have better decisions and also improve the uh, program adaptation strategies. So basically, I do recommend using the value for money analysis and also using the tool. It's very effective. However, I do recommend to have the, to cover the second ease, which is the equity and the effectiveness. So this would uh, bring the bigger image from the different angles. Yeah, sure. But uh, first, I would like to thank you, Emily, for giving me this opportunity to talk about my experience with Dioptra. And I recommend the care offices to take the benefit from all the lessons learned from our current experience. Use the same exercise to other activities such as the VSLA, VT, emergency cash assistance, and others. This actually will help them to compare and contrast the cost efficiency and improve decision-making process. This also will lead to adjust the activity design based on the value for money results. Thank you both so much for your time today. Is there anything you want to add that I didn't give you a chance to talk about? Such experience would uh, help management to focus on strategic interventions. Uh, and it's more interested in generating lessons and uh, where there uh, the opportunity to make a program adaptation. This was very useful for us. Also focusing on program analysis and uh, avoid analyzing every single intervention. This really would benefit, uh, again, uh, seeing the bigger image. Meal should be... A or you know they have to be, to be they have to integrate value for money indicators in in, in all uh, projects frameworks. This is very useful. We're applying this um, in the country office. Also, 
having value for money results and you know uh, data it's a commit to annual reporting we're, we're applying this at the annual reporting not quarterly report before we used to have um, the impact of value for money at quarterly basis but honestly it's approved uh, that uh, annual uh, reporting about value for money at annual stage would uh, would show the bigger image and also uh, it shows more uh, meaningful and actionable uh, inter- interpretation conduct value for money at the program uh, project to start implementation to establish a baseline. This also would help us to compare about the cost efficiency at the program's uh, design stage. And also this will allow us to compare the data after the implementation. If there is any decisions on the program changes, this should uh, consider in the next phases, not during the implementation, because of course this will affect the implementation negatively. So better to wait to the next stages or to the next proposal design. Thank you both for your time today. It's really been a pleasure to hear your expertise and learn more from your experiences. And to our audience, thanks for listening. We have more Failing Forwards coming up, talking about what we've learned with cash and GBV and how we can do better programming as we think about supporting survivors of violence.